Hello, this is Father Michael Eads from the Toronto Oratory, and you're listening to Lexio et Oratio, a short spiritual reading podcast followed by a reflection. Mother Teresa, come be my light, the private writings of the Saint of Calcutta. Appendix A, the rules. Rules handwritten by Mother M. Teresa M.C. attached to the letter from Mother Teresa M.C. to Archbishop F. Perrier, S.J., dated Corpus Christi, 1947. The end. The general end of the missionaries of charity is to satiate the thirst of Jesus Christ on the cross for love and souls by the sisters. Through absolute poverty, angelic chastity, cheerful obedience. The particular end is to carry Christ into the homes and streets of the slums, among the sick, dying, the beggars, and the little street children. The sick will be nursed as far as possible in their poor homes. The little children will have a school in the slums. The beggars will be sought and visited in their holes, outside the town or on the streets. To be able to do all these, the sisters must learn first to live real interior lives of close union with God and seek and see him in all they do for the poor. There will be no difference among the sisters. They will all learn farming, cooking, nursing, and a little teaching, and be ready always to do any of these works if obedience requires. The dress. The sisters will dress in simple Indian dress in India, a white habit with long sleeves and a light blue sari, a white veil, sandals, a girdle, and a crucifix. The aspirants. Catholic girls from the age of 16 upwards, full of love and zeal, women who can so love God and the poor as to forget themselves entirely, who will possess strong wills to be able to live without all, so as to live to God alone. They must be souls of prayer and penance and filled with the simplicity of the Christ child. They need to be healthy in body and mind so as to be able to bear the hardships of continual abnegation for souls. If the rich and highly educated girls desire to enter, they may be accepted, but their riches or education will make no difference. They will be one of the sisters. Souls desiring to consecrate their lives as victims, but on account of bad health, are unable to join the fighting forces. They too will be accepted, for from their continual suffering, the work of the sisters will bear fruit. Girls of any nationality will be accepted, only they must learn the language of the country where they will work thoroughly 
Before entering, the aspirant must spend three months in the mission field with the sisters. So as both sides could choose, they must be well examined by a priest who knows the spirit of the missionaries of charity. The Novices and the Novitiate For the present, the novitiate will begin at Kosipore, where the sisters will be able to have that complete separation from the world and spend a year in contemplation and manual labor. For this reason, to this house, no secular, not even relations, may be admitted. For the second year, the novices will move to a house in Calcutta, Silda, if possible, where the sisters will be able to undergo a short training in maternity and other nursing and some teaching. A month before the end of this second year, the sisters will make a month's retreat, thereby preparing her heart for the taking of the three vows, absolute poverty, angelic chastity, and cheerful obedience. Only then the sister will receive the habit of the institute. The novices must be well taught of the interior life and their religion. They must be given every possible care and help to understand and live lives of close union with God. They must learn to be contemplatives in the streets and slums just as much as in their convents. Before taking their vows, they must be well examined so that the sister well understands what a life of total forgetfulness and abnegation for souls is, and if she is willing to lead such a life cheerfully. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, amen. Angels of God, our guardians dear, to whom God's love commits us here, ever this day be at our side, to light and guard, to rule and guide. Amen. Most sacred heart of Jesus, teacher of teachers, have mercy on us. Saint Philip Neri, gentle God of youth, patron of thy own, vessel of the Holy Ghost, pray for us. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. Having finished this book about Mother Teresa. We are reading the appendix A that tells about the rules that she came up with in 1947. It's dated Corpus Christi. In other words, we're talking about late spring, early summer of 1947, several months after her inspiration day, September 10th. And what's Mother doing here? Well, she's telling Bishop Perrier, Archbishop, what the kind of life she's foreseeing the sisters will live. She's putting down for him the rules, the basic rules, the basic structure of this new religious order, which she thinks Jesus wants her to found. Again, having read through all the 50 years of her life, more or less, as a missionary of charity almost, we're now going back to some of these early documents that are included as an appendix. And what's interesting for us tonight 
is that from the very beginning, Mother Teresa already had an idea that the sisters would go beyond India. Yes, she wanted the sisters to serve the poor in India. She wanted to give Indian sisters to the Lord to serve the slums of India. But she is aware, you can tell from these rules, that she has a hope. Or at least she's aware that God might do something more. And how do we know that? Because she says the dress will be simple Indian dress in India. Notice that, in India. In other words, what's implied there is she's open to the fact that if they go elsewhere, they might dress differently. Now, historically, in fact, mother decided not to change it. The sisters still wear the white and blue. They still dress in the Indian style, a simple Indian dress, which is a reminder to us of where the sisters were founded. But she also mentions later on that the sisters will have to be examined and they have to learn the language of the country where they will work thoroughly. Again, this is suggesting that mother was foreseeing the day when they might go to other countries. Now, why is this important for us tonight? Let us not limit God's power. Let us not think that God is limited by our imaginations. Let us not think that just because we can't do something now, just because we don't seem to have the power now, just because we can't foresee us doing this thing that seems impossible to us now, that we won't be able to do it in the future. We cannot judge what we can do in the future by what we are now. Because God can do great things. And nothing is impossible with God. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen.